is up everybody andre j here welcome to another great episode of bulletproof soul speaks the podcast before we begin you know the drill i have to thank all of my listeners my supporters my fans out there who give me the love and the strength on a day-to-day basis trust me i feel it i feel it and i love you all for it so last week i did say that i wanted to be here a little bit more here we are again thank you again i just it's mandatory that i say that this is what i'm calling this week i'm calling this a detoxification week. You know, we all need a fresh start, new beginning. We all have been trying to deal with the things that life has been giving us. And sometimes that gets very, very hard, very, very stressful. You don't know what to do, where to go, who to talk to. Hey, I get it. I understand it. I've been in those shoes, still sometimes in those shoes. But I'm I'm calling this a detoxification week. Because I feel like we need a fresh start. Everybody's talking about getting back to normal and all this good stuff that they want us and and where they think and project we should be and all this kind of craziness. I mean, you know, I get it. Everything has to get, you know, has to get back to going. But I'm looking at it as a back to norm for the personal inner self. Like I said, I've been I've been kind of preaching this for the last few episodes that we have been able to talk about the mental and spiritual battles that so many of us are out here fighting, trying to find our way, trying to understand ourselves a little bit more. And I feel like we get so caught up in what society wants us to do and and, and where they think we should be that we forget to kind of get ourselves together into a place in which we can feel comfortable and free. And that's what the detoxification week for me is, is getting a better understanding of who I am as a person, getting in touch with my feelings, getting in touch with my emotions, and just leading a more successful, healthier life with less negativity. And if that means stepping back a little bit from social media, that is something that I'm willing to do. Although I'm not really a social media advocate, like I'm not on there constantly. Uh, When I do go on there, I'm trying to find things that are positive and also pretty much put a positive message out to the world. And of course, I run across negativity and sometimes I do buy into some of it, whether it's like a a trash video or just something of that sort. I'm not going to sit here and and make it seem like I'm, I'm just this perfect person because I am not. But I want to detoxify from that because we need to sometimes reset our ourselves mentally um, in order to get in touch of get in touch to what's next in our journey. I feel like sometimes our goals and 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 aspirations are sometimes overshadowed and overcrowded and just um, easily to be ignored because we have so much other noise that's going on within ourselves, within our, our external being, you know, it's so much confusion, so much this, so much that not enough time dedicated, um, to ourselves. So it's a cleansing for me. Um, just this week, I'm, I'm starting this week. I want to start, uh, to when you hear this is it'll, it'll be Monday. So I want to start Monday. I want to start this week and I want to kind of see how I do this week with the cleanse and just hopefully I can get to the next week with success. It's going to be a little bit hard, but I feel like this is something that, um, we can do. And this is May and May is mental health mental health awareness month, which I feel like this is something that we should not only just do in May, I do appreciate the advocates who fought to make it, um, the month of May, but I feel like this is something that we need to touch on every day 
just to make sure those we love are okay. Um, I kind of touched on that the last uh, get together last week we spoke. And I feel like I'm going to pretty much be talking about this more often um, because it's, it's, it's very important we understand ourselves to the point where we can kind of identify that there is uh, some upset with the spirit that we need to seek, you know, a little bit of assistance with getting ourselves back on track. And I just want to talk about very quickly um, a journey that I actually went on some years ago and pretty much how I established that there is something that I'm dealing with that I couldn't put my finger on it. Or if I could, because I was so high on pride, I decided to just pretty much just push it to the wayside and just say, well, I'm fine. <laughs> There's not a, not a damn thing wrong with me. So, um, but before I go into that tomorrow, because you'll hear this on Monday, tomorrow is the official release for a book called Checking In by the one and only Michelle Williams. I'm so proud of her being able to be humble enough and transparent enough to speak about her journey with depression and how she's pretty much learning how to live, you know, through that time that she experienced. The book comes out on tomorrow and I'm very excited to pretty much um, just speak about that here. I'm very excited because I'm I, what I want to do with this detoxification week is I want to challenge myself to get back in touch with myself and do the things that I used to do, like pick up a book and read it and just gain that knowledge. I feel like we as a people need to do more educating ourselves on many different things just so we won't be left in the blind and just so we won't be pinned as uneducated a group of uneducated people because that is not true. I feel like sometimes we get wrapped into the game of social media where whoever rewrites something or whoever we believe the source is credible, we pretty much take it upon ourselves to pretty much follow that, listen to that. And then that, that's not what we need to do. We need to be making sure we are looking at credible sources and just making sure we do what our due diligence is in making sure we have the best information in hand. So this is one of the challenges just to pick up and read. And I'm this is my goal is to get through this book uh, within the month of June, if not uh, before the month is over, because I want to educate myself more about mental health and just pretty much how to deal with it, how to address it and how to be able to be of a more of a, a better support system to the people who are around me who may be experiencing the same thing. And also pretty much um, bring whatever it is I need assistance with out of the, uh, you know, out of the dark and into the light, pretty much just bringing a better understanding of who I am as a person. So to uh, talk about that, um, but make sure you do, uh, before we get into it, make sure you do yourselves a favor, check out the Checking In um, new book by uh, first-time author, amazing woman, Michelle Williams. And if you uh, don't know who she is, former member of the group Destiny's Child and um, just amazing spirit, just very kind-hearted. I, I do myself a a great service by listening to a podcast she has that goes by the same name, checking in, which you can check on the black effect. Um, you can listen to that on the black effect 
uh, from iHeartRadio, wherever you listen to your podcast at, please. Um, she's speaking with close friends and and different doctors and just people who can pretty much provide the tools and resources we need to pretty much lead a better life. And that's what this is all about. That's why I wanted to educate myself more because it's all about grabbing your life by the horns and living out your full potential at whatever cost. And sometimes that means we have to uncover the darkest, deepest hurts, the darkest, deepest memories, the darkest, deepest experiences in order to understand and stand up to them and not fear them and just pretty much be able to just say, hello, you have bounded me for so long. Now I'm ready to pretty much move you over here to another side, not the side that pretty much dictates what I do, me as a person that pretty much holds me back from living out my full potential, but I'm going to hold on to you as a badge of honor and say that I did get through this experience. I was able to be graceful through it and I understand where it all comes from. So that's what it's all about, um, this education here. And just to touch on, because I have another person I really want to uh, give a few minutes to talk about. We're kind of doing spotlights uh, <laughs> all over the place. So for, again, multiple times, Michelle Williams, um, because I'm just so proud of her for being able to just speak about her journey and it will definitely help so many of us out here. So uh, Michelle Williams, and I want to talk about another great woman who in which um, this past weekend, we just celebrated uh, the farewell of her Eight season run show. And if you don't know who she is, her name is Yana Van Zant, And she had hosted a show on OWN Network by the title of Yana's Fix My Life. And when I tell you this woman, her teachings, just her spirit in general, and so many people misunderstood the work that she was doing and tried to turn it into something else. But I can honestly say this was a woman who helped me uncover what it was I was going through. And I'm going to give her a little bit more of a praise in just a second, but I want to go into a little bit of the experience that pretty much at this time discovering her kind of helped me understand what it is I was dealing with. So um, some years, I've spent a lot of years in the career pathway uh, that I, I'm pursuing. Um, it's been about nine years and um, when I began, and if you guys have followed me early on, most of this first season of the podcast was kind of really trying to find the light after the darkness or try to get through the darkness and find the light. But in a sense of trying to be motivational, I was kind of bitter and upset about the way certain things had, had panned out. So anyway... um. I began to be a routine person. It was just wake up, go to work, go home, try to take care of the couple of things I had to take care of, get up, go to work, come back, do the same thing. So I was just living life on autopilot, doing the same things and just pretty much just, just existing just here. I, I know you've you probably heard some people say, well, I'm just here. I felt like that. I was that for a, a very long time. And um, 
it was a mixture of business and, 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 and personal, just, you know, my mind was just all over the place. I could not find peace, but I didn't know what it was or I ignored it. I kept doing my thing and I just, you know, just kept going and going and going. And it was just like getting worse and worse and worse, but I couldn't put my finger on it. What it was home experiences start to boil over work experiences start to boil over. So I was at a boiling point at a boiling point, smoking, steaming, just, just getting ready to explode and just didn't know what to do to get past that point. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes we know exactly what it is we're going through, but we just don't know how to pretty much address it, you know, but you just walk around. You, I found like, if you pay attention to yourself, I was paying attention to to myself enough to know I could feel myself frowning up because I was upset about something I was thinking about, whether it be at work, whether it be at home, it was just, it was some overwhelming shit. It was really some overwhelming shit. And I was just like, wow, this, this can't be, this cannot be. But, um, going through that, it taught me a lot. It taught me to Pay attention to yourself more often. You know what I'm saying? Don't be so wrapped up into the hustle and bustle of life where you don't sit back and acknowledge that, hey, the main part of your life is you getting in touch with some, you know, issues that you may have that you need to work on because you won't be of of great service to anyone else, if you don't work on yourself, you're falling apart. And that's pretty much what I was. I was, a, and it still am to this day, but I've gotten a little bit better with how I carry off things, but I've always been a prideful person, never been a person to too much accept help. I try to do everything on my own and be as independent as I, I can be. And I'm not saying that it's not a bad thing, but it's not necessarily a good thing as well because you don't allow people who want to help to help you because you got this thing in your mind where you feel like you can't trust anyone. You feel like people are going to throw things up in your face. It's just going to be a whole shit so-so. Instead of me going through that, I'd rather get up and do it my damn self. Like That's just my mindset about, about it. But it was just everything started to boil over. And I remember just taking a look at this show and um, I paid attention to it and I watched it. And I'm just like, wow, these, you know, these guests are really experiencing like some life, life changing events. Like they've been through a lot of shit like, wow. And they're talking about it in front of everybody on TV. And I would watch it, you know, sporadically here and there every you know, every so often when I made myself sit down and watch TV, because like I said, it was my life was so routine. When I look back at it, it kind of frustrates the hell out of me. And I don't understand, like, how I got to a place where that was what I was doing. I was so content with going to work and coming home. And it just I gave myself to my work and, you know, be passionate about what you do. But you never want to put all the eggs that you have in that basket in one spot. You got to learn how to distribute them around. And that's what I was soon to learn. But anyway, watching this show sporadically, I was just like, okay, wow, these people are definitely going through 
more, you know, more uh, trials than I am. So, you know, I would watch it, pay it no mind. And then something just say, you know, pay a little bit more attention to the show. So one day I started, it was probably about 2000, uh, 2014, um, where I started to sit down and actually watch um, Iyanla fix my life. And I tried to um, follow it, uh, follow it weekly um, and pretty much catch up on what I needed to catch up on from the past episodes or past seasons or whatever. And I was noticing that every time I watched, I found something that related to me within the show, within the guest experience. And at that point, I was kind of getting a better understanding on, hey, yeah, I need a little help here. Because when you start to see yourself through other people's experiences, you got to learn how to listen. You got to know that it's a reason. It wasn't something that I was just purposely sitting there comparing myself to other people like I was that low. No, it spoke to me, literally. It spoke to me. It told me like, hey, look, pay attention here, sir. Like you... You're relating. So I, you know, I was just, my eyes were beginning to open, but I was still lost in the trance, still doing whatever I needed to do. Just that routine, work home, work home, work home, work home, just, you know, passing on through. I'm just like, I don't have time to deal with this. I'm trying to, you know, make it big in my career. I'm trying to work as many hours as I can. I'm trying to be financially stable. I just want to, I want to have everything I desire. That's what my mindset was just chasing after something. And of course, you know, all good things come to an end. I was at a space, um, where the particular career at, at the time I was in, it did not work out. You know, I was let go and it was just like, it was more heartbreaking than anything. And most people would be like, well, it's just a damn job. Well, yeah, tell me that at that time while I was experiencing it and going through it and just putting my all in there. And the reason why I did that, and this is the help that Ilanla's show provided to me. I did that because I felt as though my career was the only thing that loved me. So if I give everything to my career, then I'll be at peace. I feel good about myself. And I kind of, without saying, I expected my career to do the same thing for me. So when it didn't, it was kind of like a slap in the face. It was just like, well, fuck, I'm used to this in my personal life. But now on a business level, I got to deal with the same rejection, the same denial, like the same. It was just wavering the effects of depression and what it could do. And just, it just, my mind wasn't in a good place as far as understanding that my time was up where I was at. I couldn't accept it for a while. It took me a while to be able to talk about it and not be angry. I feel like when I recorded my first season and you, and and, and I'm going to mention a term, excuse me, that helps describe this a little bit uh, later, but you guys didn't know the reason for this platform is to be motivational. But during my first season of recordings, I was pissed the fuck off. Like I was totally pissed. I was not in a good space. And even just, I, I, I don't listen to them often because I don't feel like they were my best, but going back from then and coming up to now, the growth 
You can feel it and you can see it. I was not in a great place at that time. I was trying to figure things out, reevaluate my life, trying to just figure it all out. And it was just an asylum of thoughts. And I, and I said, I'm here putting out a product to the world to let them know how special and how great they are. But I'm not quite feeling that. And even though I'm speaking about my experience and I could have been a little bit more brighter when talking about it, I was in a place where I'm just like, I, what do you want me to do? What, I was not feeling it. I was not feeling it. And I was just like, wow. And that's when the enlightenment came of understanding yourself and being aware of what it is you need to be aware of. Like it's a powerful thing to be able to just finally accept your flaws and just know like, Hey, here are what here, here are they lay them down on the table, all of them, look them in the face and just evaluate each one. And I have to thank Ms. Van Zant for that because watching her show weekly and just listening to her encourage people to do the work and pretty much trust the process and stand in the truth and pretty much call a thing a thing. It was just those terms that she used that were just pretty much exclamation points of life. Like these are the things that I have to do to pretty much get to a place of happiness. And it's all right to still be a work in progress, even with those tools that are provided. Because one thing I learned with watching the special, the farewell special is that and this is the term that I want to say. She mentioned something about being a wounded warrior. And what that pretty much means is that she said the guests were seeking assistance from me to guide them through experiences when they really needed God. And they didn't know that I was a wounded warrior, that I'm having things that I'm trying to clear up, but I'm still able to help and pretty much learn from the teachings to better understand certain dilemmas in my life. And I'm kind of, you know, putting it in a way to easier understand, but just that message of wounded warrior, which is what I was for years. I was a wounded warrior because what I found, it was easier for me to be of help and assistance to someone else. But when it came down to me, I was dealing with everything inside, but I still, I was functioning. Like, you know how they talk about, you know, functioning people who have addictions. Some, some of them are functioning, you know, addicts. I was a functioning person of depression. I, I, I didn't like sit in a room and, and have thoughts to myself about hurting or harming myself in any type of way. But did I have a lot of self-esteem thoughts? Yeah. Did I have a lot of thoughts about being a failure or not living out my full potential or not looking a, a feeling like I look the way I, I want to look. Yes, I had all of those thoughts. And, and, and those were the seals of depression, just opening it up one by one. And I didn't, you know, I didn't, you know, try to, I didn't try to give it any, any kind of victory. You know what I'm saying? I knew that it's an issue, but I just did not want to say, hey, I'm having that. I'm going through that. So I, 
I'm just like, wow. So her using her platform to help others helped me in ways that I could not even really explain. Like it would take me probably another couple of hours to just sit here and just talk about it. So I have to, I had to do this and take this moment to say, Miss Yala Van Zant, we love you. Excuse me. And I, and I know others feel like this, but let me, let me just go back and, and, and say how I feel. Miss Yala Van Zant, I love you so much. I thank you for being humble and being transparent and sharing the stories of others who are out here hurting and letting them inside of your world and you providing them with the tools to help them have a better life. And also accepting the fact that you may not be exactly where you want to be, but as long as you keep making progress and you keep helping and others understand and heal, everybody wins. And it's, 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 it's so amazing what you have done from 2012 up to now. And even just, and I'm just speaking about the show because you've been a renowned author for so, for such a, 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 a great amount of time. And, and what I'm trying to say is you have always been out here doing the work and helping other people live out their full potential. But this show that you put before us, I'm just so thankful and grateful to be here, to see it, to have seen it, and to have gained something. Because sometimes we are given signs, we're given warnings, and we're given things that help us out that we ignore. We don't pay it no attention. It's just whatever. And the fact that I was one of those people of many out here, because I, I know there are so many people out there who have gained and learned something from you, but being one of those people who really took what you said, the tools that you gave others to heart and can honestly say I've grown in some type of way and that I'm still a work in progress, but I, I took heed to what you were saying is a testament to who you are as a person the ultimate master teacher, the one that wants the world to succeed, especially our black men and women who struggle with things, especially our black men. We struggle with so many issues because we were taught at birth that we always have to be strong. We always have to be the alpha male. We can't have a moment of weakness, a moment of sorrow, a moment to question ourselves and find out and figure out who we are as men or if even if we have even reached the benchmark of being a man and the same for women so many things they deal with on a day-to-day basis and they always say that women are emotional beings and it's just like we all are emotional beings it's just how we get in touch with that emotion and we've i think just the the black culture has been taught and programmed to not be emotion, feel individuals just to be emotionless, that we have to be so strong considering what we've been through in our lifetime. And it's it's just not true. And you said something that was quite funny, but I, I just just to look, just to kind of get an understanding of what I mean about getting in touch with emotions, uh, Ms. Van Zant said that Someone made a guest appearance on every single episode of her show, and it was a box of Kleenex because there were tears and and, and just people were finally understanding how to communicate their emotion. And once you get to that place, it's an amazing thing. 
You're not weak. You're actually strong because when you have so many emotions, when you have so many ideas and thoughts on you, on your mind, on the wings that you need to fly, you can't move. You can't fly with baggage. You just can't, no matter how hard you try. You might get up a little bit, but you're going to soon come down quicker than what you think because the weight. So seeing so many black men and black women getting in touch with their emotions and getting to the gutter rot truth, as she would say, just get bone deep, just the hurts, the experiences, whether it was being abandoned as a child, not having a mother and father household, uh, the mother choosing, you know, men over the children, uh, drug addiction, alcoholism, what molestation, whatever it was, you encourage people to not feel bad for experiencing those things, but giving them the strength and the tools they need to be able to release it and just talk about it. Just talk about it. I feel like that is something that we all need to learn how to do is just pretty much talk about the things that hurt us the most. Because one thing is for certain is that we cannot seek help for anything that we go through if no one knows about it. It doesn't exist until we put it out to the world and say, hey, I'm experiencing this. This is how it feels. I hate it. And it feels horrible. It feels horrible. So just pretty much being able to get into a space in which you can say, hey, you know, I am now able to identify what hurts me the most. And I'm able to share that, hey, you hurt me. If if you're if this is a due to a person, you hurt me, you made me feel bad, you belittled me, whatever it is, being able to just stand up to it and just say, hey, look, I will not allow you to win over my life anymore. I can take control of my life. I deserve it. I deserve it. So I have to just thank you, Ms. Van Zant, for. All the years you've given us, all the healings that you provided to us. And I'm just hoping that you do some type of masterclass in the future in which we can just pretty much just take in more of your knowledge. I would gladly pay for it. It's just you have done such an amazing job with keeping our black community leveled and giving us hope that pain does not last forever. The scars may be there for the pain forever, but the pain doesn't last forever. And those scars that you do have, you wear those as badges of honor to point out the experiences you went through in life and say that I'm a living testimony to those scars. I'm still here and I've gotten better and I keep getting better because I keep working on myself. Like you said, I keep doing the work. I'm living my truth. I'm understanding more about myself. I'm understanding more about my peers. I'm understanding about my brothers, my sisters, my cousins, my auntie, my uncle, my mother, my father. The things they may not have did, you know, the things that they have done in their past, I probably didn't get it or understood it at that time. But now I, I understand and I forgive them. I forgive myself for not forgiving them for so long. It's just those minor breakthroughs lead to a lifetime of, of, of success and longevity and just pretty much unlocking your life's full potential. So I'm giving everybody some homework to 
to just pretty much detoxify this week from the negativity, from somebody saying you can't when you know you can. Somebody who just just all around their energy, their vibe is just all messed up. You don't need that shit. Let it go. Remove yourself from it. Let this week be the start of many days and many weeks where you feel good about life, no matter what we're going through. And we've been going through some hellish situations this past year, but you know what? We're still alive. We're dealing with it. We're learning. Detoxify. Sit down in a room of silence. Find yourself. Do what you can to ignore all of that trash, all of that negativity. Do not let anyone shit on you starting over. So we're going to detoxify. I'm going to check back in with you all within the week just to let you know how my detoxification is going. It's going to be rough, but we can do it. We have to challenge ourselves to unlock the full potential in our life. And I know I've said that so many times, but that is what the end goal is to unlock your fullest life's potential because we all have purpose here, right? We just need to identify the things that hurt us the most that might be holding us back so we can uncover it, peel that off, move it to the side, learn from it, grow from it, and then take a look at the things that we know we are capable of doing without all of that weight and negativity on us. So this is our wrap-up moment. I want to thank you all for tuning in and listening because you could go anywhere else, but you stop here. So I thank you so much for taking the time, taking the opportunity to listen. We're going to detoxify. We're going to live our best life. We're going to get really in touch with ourselves and pretty much understand who we are as people and unlock that full potential. I love you all. I will check back in in a week. Remember, the detoxification starts on Monday. Today, we're ending it on Sunday. We're going to live our full life's potential. Thank you again. I will see you guys soon. Hey, 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 everybody. Andre J here. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of Bulletproof Soul Speaks, the podcast. Within this episode, Detoxification, I spoke of two individuals who pretty much are helping me live out my life's full potential, one in which has been shouted out multiple times here on Spotlight. Her name is Michelle Williams, and she has a book coming out tomorrow called Checking In, where she details her journey due to depression. And I'm so glad that she was humble and transparent enough to talk about her journey, and it can definitely help so many people. And I'm just excited to what I'm about to learn while reading this title. Make sure you go check her out on her Twitter page. She has a link in which you can pre-order the book and get an advanced autograph copy. If you want to buy it digitally, you can do that as well through books, Apple Books, or uh, Amazon, Kindle, wherever you can purchase this title. I suggest you go check it out. I'm telling you, it's definitely going to inspire you in more ways than one. Also, another individual who has been doing master teaching for years now, and we talked about her show, Iyanla Fix My Life, which just came to an end, but the work has not come to an end. And her name is Iyanla Van Zandt. Man, this woman has really inspired me to get in touch with who I am, what struggles I had, and pretty much be able to understand and understand how to identify them within myself and others around me. So I have to give her a great shout out. Her show is on OWN. They're not doing any new recordings, but you can check out 
seasons one through eight on demand, or if you do the subscription service to own, you'll be able to have all of those at your disposal. So make sure you check those two great individuals out. I'm so proud of them as women, black women, being able to aspire not only other black women, but black men as well. Their teachings are amazing and what they're giving to the world is pretty much I call them gems. So thank you to them. Uh, they're this week's spotlight. And I just have to just say, make sure you do yourselves a favor and go support them and give them all the love that you can, because I'm telling you, they're going to help you get through some dark days. And I'm telling you, it's so worth it once you unlock your life's full potential. So thank you all for listening. That's this week's spotlight. We will see you next week. What's up, everybody? It's Andre J here, the host of Bulletproof Soul Speaks, the podcast. And I know there are some other creators out there who may want to create their own podcast, but just don't know the way to start it off and feel like it's a whole production that goes on behind it. But guess what? It's not. If you haven't heard already, Anchor by Spotify is one of the easiest ways in which you can create a podcast. Let me give you a rundown of a couple of things as well. It is free. Yes, I said it free. They provide all the creation tools that you need to allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer. Anchor by Spotify will also distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can also make money from your podcast as well, which is always good with no minimum listenership. It's everything that you need to create a podcast in one place, but you need to do something. Check out App Store or your Play Store and download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started.